This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok. Thor. Came out in 2017. He was in 19. I did. Directed by Taika Waititi. Written by (laughs) Eric Pearson. Greg Kyle. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston. The um, id... Do it, Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Benedict Cumberbatch. Never mind. And Kate Blanchett. Wait, who, 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 Jeff? Um, Benedict, whatever you say, Patch Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, uh, starring also Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Hopkins, Benedict Cumberbatch. He is in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika. I don't know how to say it. All right. Um, I picked this, and also we didn't do it when it came out, which I don't know how we missed this one. I know we all saw it. I just don't think we had time to record it. Um, but with Endgame coming up next week, we thought I'd do a Thor movie. So um, I saw this in the theater last year. <laughs> um, loved it. It's my favorite of the Thor movies. By far, yeah. um, the humor in it is really, really good. Um, I like seeing the different planets. Jeff Goldblum, everything about it is pretty good. So, I, I not my top five, but top seven, eight, somewhere in there, probably for me. Uh, Scott, uh, bring up a good point about the top five. This might be up there. Uh, I have to reevaluate after Endgame because uh, it's really important that we think about these things, everybody. Um, yeah, saw this in the theaters. Uh, I really enjoyed the, enjoyed this. This kind of made up for the. I I, I like the first two Thor's, but they they're kind of slogs. This one is was taken in a completely different direction, and this movie's way fucking metal in a good way, yeah. like mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, right out of uh, um the movie heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely the, the best of the Thor movies. I don't think that's really a hot take. Yeah, there's scenes from this that should be printed on the side of vans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you saw it in the theater, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Alex, uh, I caught this later. Okay. Um, maybe that's why we didn't do it. Yeah, I think I might have seen it. Before I know it came to it's on Netflix right now. I probably saw it before it came to Netflix, but I saw it late. But yeah, I loved it. This movie's awesome. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, as usual, we each pick uh, seven uh, items that we'd like to talk about from the movie, good or bad. And I will lead us off here. Um, Goldblum, pretty. I mean, Goldblum is Goldblum. Even when he's not Goldblum, he's Goldblum. I don't know how to describe it. He's, I just, but he's he's really good. 
and just the just the, like little scenes where he's like he's just a weirdo. Yeah, but like you've mm-hmm. you've been pardoned from life. Hits <laughs> it with the melting stick, and then later on, <laughs> what Katie wants to melt him? He's like, well, that's a little excessive. You want to melt him with the melting stick? <laughs> He's like, he just interrupted me while I was talking. <laughs> yeah. Deserve capital punishment? Yeah. So I really, I don't even know the name of his character in this, but I really dug him. Grandmaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, Yeah. I really don't know. I didn't really pay much attention to the lore in this. Like, what the hell is this planet they went to and how they, it's like, I know all the crap goes there, but I don't really get it and whatever, but he's cool. So yeah, Grandmaster Goldblum is my number seven. Scott. All right. So my number seven is pretty much my my only gripe. uh, And that's that two-thirds of the Warriors 3 go out like chumps. Uh, I've brought this up before because it's it's kind of a big sticking point for me with this movie. Uh, Oh, yeah. But yeah, they two or three, they're just... Almost instantly killed by Hella. Spoilers. Uh, and they barely even get the chance to fight back. What about Zachary Levi? I don't think he says anything. Or Nope. Yeah, he just gets impaled and then that's it. Same thing for Ray Stevenson. Shazam! And then it goes yeah. through the universe. Yeah, exactly. He gets reincarnated. Uh, yeah, Fandral and Volstag. They just go... Uh, they're gone. He wasn't the first Vandral either. He was not. Yeah, originally, I guess the part was supposed to go to him, right? And then uh, couldn't do it. But then he was available for the second and third go rounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he was available for the third because it was only one scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's like thank you, ching. Yep, off the DC. Uh, Hogan, on the other hand, gets to do some cool shit. Hold his own for I don't know a brief minute. Uh, yeah, not much longer. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird because they like basically sent him packing at the very beginning of the second movie. Where he's God, the, I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, where the, it starts and they're all fighting and then uh, or fighting the rock people or whatever and then uh, Hogan has to go do something and then they say goodbye to him and then that's it for him. <laughs> and he's not in the rest of the movie. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess maybe they did that to from, to make up for it. But yeah, they just all got like chumps. They're supposed to be like badasses and yeah, of course like Hell is going to take them down but at least they could have made a little better accounting for themselves. Yeah. I'd I'd be bitter if I was those actors. Just say. Yeah, they don't even say anything, do they even get paid? <laughs> that's that's true. You don't if you don't say anything as an actor, you don't get paid. Yeah. Uh, they might have had a contract, hopefully, for all three movies. Or in Zachary Levi's case, two movies. But hmm. maybe. Hopefully they did and they still get get paid. Alright. Alex number seven. Because, you know, Disney's hurting for money, so they got to cut corners. They are. Uh, my number seven is the Willy Wonka nod. They, they even play the song, uh, the Imagination song. When uh, Thor's in the chair and he's going through that psychedelic introduction that he is home and you are now the property of the Grandmaster. You'll be fighting in his games. And he starts, the colors are very reminiscent of the boat scene in Willy Wonka. And he starts really freaking out. And then all of a sudden, just the... <laughs> I love the hard cuts of this movie. Just hard cuts back to the... He's still screaming, but everybody's quiet in the Grandmaster's throne room. Uh, fantastic. 
Very good. <laughs> How's your sandwich, Chip? Also very, very good. good. <laughs> very good. Um, all right, yeah, I like, I like that scene. Sorry. All right, on to my number six, which is... Um, the Hulk. I liked him in this movie... I don't know if I liked him more because I just really recently watched uh, the first Avengers, and I like him in that too. Just, just mean, just Hulk smash, and doesn't really say anything, I guess, except puny God or whatever. But I like the childish. You know, he's got he can talk now, but he's still at the level of a little toddler or whatever. I liked all that, um, but then he's still the Hulk. Like at the end when he's fighting Ragnarok. <laughs> I want a big monster, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked all that stuff with him. Um, and it fits in with this movie, like right? Like I know some of it's. I don't know. I just thought it was a nice fit. I know it's kind of based on some Planet Hulk stuff, which I'm not too familiar with. But whatever they did, I liked it. And uh, yeah, and it was just cool to see him up there, and a little bit more, less Banner, uh, more Hulk. So I dug it. Scott, what's your number six? All right, so my number six, and Jeff was just kind of talking about this, is... Uh, tacos. The, <laughs> oh, yeah, tacos. That would be my number six through number one. Uh, but alternatively, uh, I'd go with the the Hulk on Asgard. Uh, the Hulk appears a couple times on my list. Uh, but just basically all the, the stuff he does in, on Asgard. Uh, Jeff already mentioned the big monster. <laughs> He's confused why... why uh, Thor doesn't want him to, to beat on the the big bad guy. Uh, he has the the rad uh, fight against Fenrir. Uh, again, very metal. Um, and then his his entrance when uh, he basically tells Valkyrie <laughs> that he'll take care of it, and you just see his body land on the bridge. Uh, that would, would kill a, a normal human man, uh, but luckily he's the he's the Hulk. So yeah, him on Asgard is great. All right, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is, well, specifically the Thor-Hulk dynamic. Whenever they have scenes together, it's fantastic. Uh, the fight was amazing. The The fact that uh, uh, Thor keeps trying to tell uh, the Hulk slash Bruce Banner, hey, big guy, sun's going down, sun's going down, big guy. <laughs> He's rubbing his shoulders. <laughs> Stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps doing that. Uh when they're, yeah, in the room together. I don't know why they put them in the same room, but there they are. Uh, when they're both throwing tantrums at each other. It's like, you know what they call you? They called you the stupid Avenger. <laughs> Everybody calls you that. <laughs> Puny Avenger. Puny arms. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, all their scenes together is, is awesome. And it gives the Hulk, uh, you know, more depth and stuff. He is not completely, uh, uh, you know, a rage monster like he was at the beginning of the comics. You know, further down the line, he's evolved and and he keeps getting more into uh, like they Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of start sharing more of their identities together. I should say, even though they're still pretty separate. Yeah, and that'll be interesting. I think one of the big things we find out next week, hopefully, is. What's up with Bruce Banner and the Hulk and and why he wasn't coming out in Infinity War. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's something that gets solved. Mm-hmm. Or answered, I should say. 
Um, all right. Uh, my number five is the very beginning of this movie, which I think sets the scene is when Thor is dangling from the chain and he's talking to whatever the name of that monster is. Surtur. Surtur. And just, you know, not taking him seriously at all. And like him swinging around. I'm not doing this on purpose and blah, blah, blah. I thought that was a big eyebrow and all that stuff. Fucking gold. And I don't know, like, I know I've, I always, I feel like a, a Wes Craven fan here. What's the, <laughs> a hypocrite, because I complain about Poe's, you know, at the very beginning of Last Jedi, I didn't like, I don't know, just, this works for me. And maybe just because I love Star Wars way more than, as much as I love Marvel movies, it's still not the same for me, but I. Well, actually, and also because the previous two Thor movies weren't, aren't beloved yeah, that's yeah. They're I, they're okay. I would say it also makes way more sense for uh, for Thor to be dismissive of his enemies like that. Like, you know, he thinks he's a god, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he would so he wouldn't take enemies seriously, you know. I mean, or Poe's po- just being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I, I try to think, am I just being a grumpy old man? And start, but no, I, I think, so. yeah, it's these movies earned it. Those movies don't. They're different. And it, whatever. But I thought it was hilarious in this. I mean, I hit him spinning around. And then, uh, like I said, when, <laughs> oh, that's the crown? <laughs> it was a big eyebrow. Um, and him just pretty much, I love how the guy just tells him the whole story at the very beginning of the movie. And that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's kind of weird that, Okay, these two things go together. They destroy your planet, and we're, so we're just going to put them in the same vault together. Yeah, not the best idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that whole thing, but um, yeah. Oh, before I forget, I hope it's not on your list. Mm-hmm. In Thor's it's never vault, stopped you before. I know. In Thor's vault, when Hela's going through, and she's like fake when she gets to the gauntlet or whatever, yeah, and then she sees the tesseract. She goes, "That's interesting." But before that, there's another blue glowing thing. What was that? Oh, that's from the first movie. What is it? It's a big, like, uh, frost giant ice cube thing. What does it do? It lets you channel, like, ice powers and stuff. Loki uses it to freeze some people. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I completely forgot. Okay. To bring, like, big blizzards and whatnot. Yeah. Like Elsa Elsa powers from Frozen. Let it go. Okay, what? Yeah. But so remember, no, I'm gonna go off a little bit of a tangent here because I've been watching the Avengers and all these movies. The Tesseract holds the space and time blue Infinity Stone, right? No, just the space stone because that that's the one that lets you teleport anywhere. Right. Time is the one Doctor Strange has. Yeah. Okay. I have like so the blue, but the blue one, right? Yes. And then Loki's pokey stick has another blue gem in it, but that's the Mind Stone in there, right? Yeah, that turns out to be yellow. It turns out to be yellow, yeah. yeah why didn't they make that? That's just so confusing. For uh, they weren't thinking that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think they wrote that in there. It's it's funny. Uh, if, if you watch um, the, the Ed Norton Hulk, at the end of it, uh, the stinger for that is Banner showing up. Not Banner. Uh, Tony Stark showing up. With uh, William Hurt's character, um, General Ross, he tells him that he's putting a team together. But by the time the Avengers rolls around, like Tony doesn't like really know anything about the Avengers, so 
They they, they, were, they, they weren't quite thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Okay. What about the Avengers? Okay. So anyway, but it is, I do have that right. It's the Mind Stone inside Loki's stick and the Space Stone inside of the Tesseract. Right. Yes. And then, then Loki's stick is, so he just had the Mind Stone this whole time? Like, where where did that come from? So the Tesseract's one that's been passed around through all these movies. Like, the first uh, five movies, right? It's... They, it's in, like, yeah. it's in Thor, it's in Captain America, it's in Avengers, it's in... Is that it? Well, I guess they, people put these stones and shit for whatever reasons. Because you have... Yeah, you have the Mind Stone inside Loki's thing. You have... Uh, inside his staff. You have a Tesseract inside a cube. Whatever good that was doing it. And you had the the Time Stone in the Eye of Agamotto. Mm-hmm. And then right. Thanos already has... control it because you can't barehand it. Yeah, and then, and then the other one... Was just inside the orb, right? In Guardians. Yeah, it was like a little, pretty yeah. much like, you know. Yeah. Again, not really doing much with that. But yeah. Then, yeah, he already but had they, the other two. But how did Loki come across this? Or was that something in Odin's vault and then he just took it? Oh, well, he know he uh, he was given the staff by Thanos apparently. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which again yeah, yeah. doesn't make a ton of sense if you you just want to want it back. All right. Okay. And that's the last one he gets in the in Infinity War, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one that's in Robot Man. Vision. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was a robot. All right. Now that... Go ahead. No. Robots. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, robots. All right. Uh, that was my number five, I think. So, Scott, number five. Okay. So... My number five, uh, Alex already mentioned it, but I, I have it written down as the Sakaar Dark Ride. <laughs> At the yeah. Thor's introduction, we strapped to the chair, and again, the uh, Pure Imagination song from Willy Wonka. Um, and by the time they, they say, you're about to meet the Grand Master, in five, four, three, and then he starts screaming, and then he's just in a room full of people. Like, nothing was actually going on. Uh Chris Hemsworth's got some comedic chops. Yeah. So I'll mention a little bit more later. But uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the dark ride. And they, they explain the, the whole planet really nicely about how like you, you're here because you were thrown away, basically. Uh, but here you're loved, even though you can't go anywhere and you're the property of somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is I love the action set pieces in this movie. Everything, every, every they're in different settings, and they all have different uh, contrasting colors, so that you know exactly. So they're easy to remember. Like the one at the beginning is all dark and fire and stuff, and then the arena fight is amazing, and then uh, breaking out, going through the buildings and stuff, close quarter combat, and shooting everything to get the ship. And then the ship fights and is everything. Yep. Awesome. Great choreography. Uh, there's only one thing that I didn't like. As at the very beginning when Thor's spinning his hammer to go um, to break out since Heimdall wasn't listening. And mm-hmm. it, I could tell that they just added this in post. Like it wasn't planned. Like when they were doing all the choreography and stuff. But... Thor's spinning his hammer to go up, and while he's spinning, one of the 
uh, fire soldier just goes in and just runs straight into his hammer. Uh, that just that was just that felt lazy. But that was the only thing. It's like a minor, a very minor gripe. Um, Seriously, it is. But it, it's hard to pick apart like a lot of the stuff in this movie because I love it so much. But that it was like, uh, come on. But that was the only blemish in my in my eyes. But <laughs> other than that, amazing. It was All jet, right. jet dragon. Awesome. Yeah, when he's fighting that dragon or whatever, I just love how he just drops the hammer in his mouth. Yeah. He's yeah. stuck. <laughs> he does it to somebody else I saw recently, too. He puts it on her chest. Or is that later in that movie? He kind of does that to Loki in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Loki? Okay. All right. Uh, we're on my number four then, and I will say Hella. Slash Kate Blanchett. Uh, I thought she did a really good job in this. Um, okay. It's, I just think the only thing that's kind of weird is that she's kind of by herself for most of the time. Like she comes in, she just does Rex Havoc quickly. Like she's with Thor and Loki for three seconds. And it's just, it's just, just, I really liked her character, but I wish I would have seen her do more, I guess. I don't know how to describe that. Like she's just way too powerful, kills everybody right away. Goes, summons the demons or whatever. She knows to put the eternal flame with whatever the hell and just does it. And then it's the big fight. And I guess it's kind of cool. You don't get the big... I mean, he she does fight Thor and all that stuff. But at the end, he's like, yeah, I can't beat her. So we just gotta, you know, <laughs> destroy our planet to fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> um, so I liked all that. But I thought she was really cool. And just Cape Blanchett's awesome. I love your antlers. Yeah. I just love yeah, that she would go... Back and forth, that was pretty cool. So they so. didn't explicitly say this, but did they all have that uh, they have the same? It was Hella's mom, Rene Russo, also. I was wondering about that. I don't huh. think so. I don't know either. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was my only question. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Glad we could help out. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number four. Okay. Number four is the the play at the beginning. <laughs> this, this this is definitely a payoff if you watch the first two movies and were paying attention. But it even uses like the the super dramatic music and which is backed up by the choir, which is hilarious. Um, and you know Thor gets back to Asgard, and there's the statue of Loki outside, and there's this play about how Loki's sacrificing himself and. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the little kid they paint blue comes out on the rock, and <laughs> and, the, and Sam Neill uh, comes out playing Odin um, as uh, who who is playing uh, Thor there? I don't know. It's it's one of the Hemsworth brothers. Okay, it's one of the Hemsworths. Um, yeah. But yeah, you've you've got uh, Matt Damon as Loki <laughs> giving a dramatic turn. <laughs> uh, I didn't do it for you. And while this whole play is going on, uh, uh, <coughs> you've got Loki pretending to be Odin, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and Anthony Hopkins is pretty damn funny here. <laughs> when he sees Thor come, he turns around and goes, oh shit. <laughs> uh, they killed me the first time I saw it. and I've seen the movie a few times now. and It still made me laugh out loud this time. It's just, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Sitting there eating grapes. Yeah. 
Um, they get through that whole spiel, but yeah, the, the still choir and the oh, uh, Sam Neil as Odin says, uh, and and he unfroze my heart or <laughs> some stupid line yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, I, I love the, the little scene again. This was definitely a callback. Like you had to be paying attention to the first couple movies to really understand what was going on there. You know what it reminded me of because I when I was rewatching old Game of Thrones episodes is when Arya is supposed to kill that actress or whatever and there there's some shitty play about the Westeros right. battles and stuff right. that's what it reminded me of it's pretty funny hmm. alright uh, Alex number four my number four is Planet Hulk uh, all the it, all the stuff in what was the planet was it Sakaar Sakaar everything in Sakaar was straight out of Planet Hulk uh, I've read the comic book series the whole story arc from Planet Hulk to World War Hulk which are both pretty amazing, I recommend. But there's an anime, a Marvel animated uh, Planet Hulk, which I highly recommend. And it was uh, nice that I saw that, like, way before I saw this movie, but it, it gave some nice touches, some nice nods, and even a nice nod to the, um, to the cartoon. Because you see on the Grandmaster's big building, and you see all the, the heads of the champions that he's had before, one of them is Beta Ray Bill. Which is another, an alien, but that, that has another hammer like Mjolnir that was given to him by Odin in the comic books. So he's the only, like, non-Asgardian that was worthy enough uh, of a hammer. And he's in uh, Planet Hulk, uh, the cartoon. So that was, like, really awesome to see. Like, and little stuff that pointed out uh, that I could see from all Planet Hulk and everything. And, like, the his armor and the arena and everything was fantastic. So, so one of the interesting things that they, they did for the MCU, which was smart. Um, cause then you said to explain too much was in the comics, you know, the Hulk doesn't, you know, fly away on a Quinjet and accidentally gets sucked in a wormhole. Oh yeah. He gets sent off the planet cause he like wrecks Las Vegas or something like that. And, uh, basically the smartest people on the planet have this group called the Illuminati um, it's basically Tony Stark, Professor X, uh, who else is on that? Uh, All the assholes Rich, that say, oh, Reed, this is too powerful, we should yeah, do this, and then Reed, they do it. Reed Richards, uh, a couple of the others are supposed to be the smart smart guys. Black, Black Panther's in there, too. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, they, they basically, like, throw the Hulk into a, a rocket and just shoot him out into space. <laughs> he winds up on Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. Well, he winds up he, on any planet. It's not called Planet Hulk, but uh, <laughs> what a coincidence! Yes, Sakaar. He ends up on Sakaar. Yeah, becomes, they were gonna send planet. him to like a nice, peaceful planet that had no like <laughs> uh, sentient life on it. It was just hit, like it was supposed to be just Hulk and this green verdant planet with a bunch of like deer and fluffy animals and everything. Pretty much like a <laughs> Disney planet for him to just live out his days in peace without fighting anybody. <laughs> it was but then, that... <laughs> it's a city Alpha Five or whatever or what. Did I get that right? What? Where do they send Khan? Khan. Oh, Never mind. Go know. ahead. Sorry, making. I know. Yeah, I, know no. I know what you're talking about, Jeff. I forget the name of the. <laughs> Something happens. The ship gets diverted, and he ends up in this gladiatorial planet. So yeah. But I recommend. It. I don't want to spoil Planet Hulk for anybody, but you should read slash watch it. All right, Alex. Who wins in a gladiatorial fight? The Hulk. Or Conan. <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> oh. Wait. 
Who wins in a fight? The Hulk or Ditka? God damn it, Scott. <laughs> oh, that's pretty tough. Wait, 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 I've wait, seen, wait. I've seen Ditka mad. Wait, wait, wait. The Hulk is actually Ditka. <laughs> oh, whoa, it's an internal struggle. <sighs> Side Scott. All right. Uh, where are we at now? That was your number three? Number four? Four. Yeah, all right. My number three is the Hulk-Thor fight. I love the comedy bits. I love the action bits. I love, yeah, you finally, you know, Thor's kind of holding back at first, and then <laughs> Hulk is not, and all that stuff. Pretty damn cool. Throwing through, the, And then, like, you know, the reveal that it's Hulk, and Loki gets all squirmy, has to get out of there, and then Thor being all happy when it's the Hulk. Uh, He's the a Grandmaster from be- work. <laughs> yeah. Grandmaster getting all a little worried when you find out that uh, Thor is actually kicking some butt. And uh, the one thing I guess I don't know how it ends, right? Like, Thor is actually winning, and then Grandmaster does the shot collar on him, and then Hulk jumps up really high and smashes, and then put a cutscene, oh, right? Knocks so. him out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's my other gripe with this movie. Where Thor has, they put a shot collar on him. He's the god of thunder. Why would that affect him? I don't think it's like an electrical shock per se. Yeah, it's it's why they make shock. that sound per effect. Se. Though, then. Hmm. Per se. Hmm. Why is it still the same sound effect? I think the whole point is just to show that, like, okay, he's not all powerful. Like technology is able to overcome his godlike abilities. Any other sound effect would have been fine, but an electric taser sound effect? Come on, zap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. The fight back was cool. Back to you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marty. Um, yeah, I just seen Hulk in his outfit, his gladiatorial outfit. and I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool scene. That's all I got to say about that. Scott, number three. Okay. Uh, number three is, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the, the Thor and Hulk kind of like <laughs> childish rivalry they have. Uh, you mentioned the, they call you the stupidest Avenger. <laughs> when he goes to walk away and some of the lines the Hulk throws at him are fucking hilarious. Like, uh, he calls him baby arms. I have baby arms. <laughs> baby arms. And he says, you tiny Avenger. <laughs> Slayers, because when, you know, when Hulk's on Hulk form, Thor is the biggest Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Um, you know, they, they have the thing about who won the fight. Or they, the Hulk insists that he won and uh, vice versa. Um, the whole thing about the flame, about how, <laughs> like, the Hulk is this burning rage machine, and <laughs> and Thorpe says, yeah, I'm the same way. He's like, yep, <laughs> like, Hulk like fire, Thor like water. <laughs> no, actually, we're both like flames. <laughs> Me, real flame. Me, real fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> tiny, puny, tiny flame. <laughs> Yeah, it's so awesome. good. Cause, and then this makes up for um, Civil War, where we don't get to see uh, any of this stuff. Like, and it makes sense, too. The two biggest, the two heaviest hitters uh, definitely would have changed. And I don't know whose side they would have been on. Like, it's difficult. Like, would Thor really cared all that much? Or, or Hulk, for that matter? Like, it would have been difficult to... Yeah, probably either of them wouldn't have given a shit. It's like, well, I'm well, off the Asgard. See ya. So yeah. I'm the Hulk. Yeah, what are you exactly. going to do to me? 
Well, Banner might have cared, though. That and, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. With, as soon as Widow got involved, yeah. yeah. Thor might have just like, wanted to fight somebody, but yeah. <laughs> Sun's getting real low. Sun's getting low. Yeah, so... Yeah, just, just again, the byplay. And then you guys mentioned the... When it's, when it's Banner, it's funny, too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no, I much prefer you to the to the hook. But if we're being honest... <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I knew it. It's like, how many PhDs does the Hulk have? Zero. How many do I have? Seven. <laughs> I love how the joke comes black into play later. <laughs> He's like, it's a alien spaceship. How am I supposed to fly this? It's, I don't know. Use one of your PhDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to fly ships. All right. Alex, number three. My number three is the Loki character arc in this movie is... It's awesome because you Wild still card. don't know. You still expect him a betrayal, and you get that. But then he comes back at the end, <laughs> completely egotistical of himself. Also, when he comes in on that ship, your savior has arrived. <laughs> uh, he eventually does the right thing in his own way, even though he is, you know, still the god of mischief. He's still who he is, and that continues all the way up until uh, Infinity War. When he, it turns out that he did steal the Tesseract from the vault before putting the big eyebrow on the flame. Yeah. So yeah, I like that whole the whole thing, and and finally Thor, <laughs> for once, didn't fall for his uh, mirage Shnip. trick. Yeah. Let's let's do get help. I hate get help. It's embarrassing. Not for Not me. To me. <laughs> Was it with the when the big when, he says again later on in one of like the Hella fight or with the dog fight? He's like, I'm not doing get help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice callback to like probably something that they did like when they were kids and everything. That, that, they hashed out their differences. That, yeah. that is called when uh, they go back to uh, Valkyrie's apartment and Loki's tied up there and they're they're huddling over the side and <laughs> Thor tells that story about how. Yeah, this one time we were like seven. He changed himself to a snake because he knew I like snakes. And then he, <laughs> he turned back into a, uh, to himself and went ha. And then he stabbed me. <laughs> and then you look over at Loki and he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my number two is Korg. <laughs> God, that guy is. Uh. The voice does not match the <laughs> the character, and it's hilarious. Yeah, he's going to go over there, mate. And uh, yeah, and then when Loki's there or not there, you know, doing his illusion, and he takes off, and he comes running out of nowhere. Piss off, ghost! <laughs> punches the wall. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if there's a shirt of this out there, but I need to get it. It was just piss off, ghost. Piss yeah, off, cool. ghost. Oh. <laughs> At the very end, he steals the last like five minutes of the movie. <laughs> yep, you know, this, the roots are strong and we'll be able to rebuild. Nope, nope, nope no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> hey, Meek, where are you from? Oh, Meek's dead. <laughs> I accidentally stepped on him coming on the ship. Oh, Meek, was... you're alive. <laughs> what was he guessing again, bro? <laughs> He's so good. I hope he appears in more movies because ah, 
but hopefully he was on the good ha- the, the surviving half of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's with the Valkyrie somewhere. Ah, uh, he's so good. That um, was that was uh, Taika Waititi, right? Directed, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I, for the longest time, I thought that was Jermaine. Murray from Flight of the Concords because they have like a similar cadence and pitch to the voice. I didn't know that was actually Taika Waititi. And I was a little bit disappointed, but the character makes up for it. Yeah. Well, whatever. I thought he was hilarious, so. That's my number two, Korg. I gotta find a Korg sideshow <laughs> well, collectible. There. Yeah. Go to Red Light District. What? <laughs> oh. Anyway, Scott, number just two. saying stuff. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> uh, number two... Is uh, the Thor v Hulk fight uh, again? These are the two heaviest hitters in the, the MCU, um, at least to that point. And uh, to see them go full on uh, in this arena is pretty rad. Uh, and then it has the the funniest moment in the movie um, when uh, Thor finally uh, uncorks one on him, and uh, the the Hulk is kind of dazed. Uh, he tries to pull the the Black Widow thing. <laughs> sun's hey big guy sun's getting real low and then he starts looking you know moving toward him and i was the only person in the theater laughing at this because i i could not really not see what was coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden they, and there's some a, a great bit of uh directing here because he he says it like one more time he gets real close and the host just like reaches reach his hand and then they they, they do a real close-up shot of thor one more time with the Come on, big guy! And then, and then, yeah, he grabs him, and then starts swinging around like a ragdoll, a la Loki from Avengers. And then Tom Hiddleston up in the booth jumps up. Yes, <laughs> that's how that feels. Uh, so good. And then, like some of the ancillary stuff in that. Uh, again, when, when Thor walks in there, uh, or when the Hulk comes out, Thor says, or Loki says, "I need to get off this planet." <laughs> He's freaked out. Uh, Hey, brother, look who it is. <laughs> yeah, so putting it out to him. Yeah, the friend from work thing is, is pretty funny. Um, yeah, just them tossing each other around the arena. It's pretty cool. All right. Scott, I mean, Alex, number two. My number two is Goldblum. There's all okay. the stupid little mannerisms and stuff. They, they kill me every time. Yeah. What are the best ways he's telling his speech? Yeah, time uh, t- time uh, work- works a little differently around here. I mean, normally I'd be an old man, but here, I'm... <laughs> he just makes like... He doesn't even answer his own question. He just <laughs> makes a stupid face. While he's DJing <laughs> for his party guests. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gold. Yeah, so when... Millie credits, yeah, just pay, just pay to it. Put it in her bank account. <laughs> and then Valkyrie goes, thanks, love, and puts her hand on his face. He's like, yeah, okay, go. And then he like smiles, like, Ugh. <laughs> when oh, Thor man. first goes, "I'm God of Thunder," <laughs> and he tries to do something, and he goes back, and he's like, "Ooh, that was that was, that was interesting." Were those little sparkles that came out of your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, well, I forget what he keeps calling him. He calls him Lord of Thunder, but does he yeah, call him like Lord Sparkle of Thunder? Lord of Sparkles or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Sparkles. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I don't know if this was actually Goldblum singing, but <laughs> when it's like, oh, there's got to be guns on this ship somewhere. Oh, this looks like a gun. It's my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks start shooting out of the ship. 
Oh man, it's hilarious. <laughs> he is. All right. Um, on number one, my number one is a soundtrack. I really love that in this movie. And then not only the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, which is awesome. It's used twice in this movie, and it's mm-hmm. great. Um, fantastic. Probably the best use of like real music in movies. Like, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, but like when No Doubt's playing during one of her battles, like, ah, come on. But this was really good. I, I really it makes sense. It's like this. This is what the song's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But just the regular sound, like just the original music for this. Like I bought the soundtrack, and this is gonna be me nerding out. But when I'm programming, sometimes I love. I feel like <laughs> I feel like what's his face from uh, Grandma's Boy? I have robot ears or something. I don't know. I just <laughs> I just love the music. The pew. I don't even like that kind of music, but for some reason I dig it, and uh, I listen to that soundtrack a lot. Um, especially when it first came out, and when I watched it the other day, I was like, "Oh, I got to start listening to that again." And that's why I listened to it today at work. Yeah, although, although they they mix in the, the electronica pretty pretty smartly, and it's always when there's like some kind of like super like over the top sci fi like fantasy shot going on, mm-hmm. and it all melts together very well. Yeah, and they have like that whatever the song that Goldblum's spinning his they have that on there. <laughs> So I'll try to maybe include some of that on the background here. But Do they uh, have It's My Birthday? I don't think they have It's My Birthday. Uh, at least it's not the, with lyrics. Maybe they have the song. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I love the whole movie, but the soundtrack for me, just I really dug it. So I had to put that as my number one. Scott. Okay, so my number one, uh, I couldn't narrow down just one person from, from the cast, so it's the whole cast. Uh like everybody gets a chance to shine here, and they're all great. Um, again, uh, Hemsworth, you know, obviously he he brings the like the physical presence to to the character, um, but he's he's gotten to do a lot of funny shit, like uh, you know, probably thanks to Whedon, Joss Whedon. Uh, they they realize that okay, maybe we don't have to make him quite as serious. Uh, but yeah, some of his, some of his reactions in this. Uh, like when he throws the the ball against the window and smashes him to face, <laughs> <laughs> he gets up and he's like in the fighting pose. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what him. heroes do. Uh, yeah, he's great. Um, Kate Blanchett is awesome here. Um, just chewing on scenery with the whole uh, like super metal goth thing she's got going on. Uh, Tess Thompson's great as the as Valkyrie um, going, going toe-to-toe with all the, the the men in this movie. Goldblum is just super weird, uh, but it's great. Um, and of course Gold the Gold hit. Bloom. And then uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Uh, <laughs> I'd be Tom remiss with that talking against him. Hiddleston. And then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the director has a funny little bit here. Is uh, Gorg. Korg. Uh, and let, let, let us not forget Hollywood's finest scholar. Yeah. Collar Man and Scourge. Oh, Urban. He gets a couple funny lines. Yeah. Come Des and Troy. Put them together. They destroy. Comes from a land called Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Behold. My stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say the one joke that doesn't need to be in this movie was the shake weight. I mean, that was a little ridiculous. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm not going to say. I, I definitely laugh. <laughs> but I'm like, all right. But it's so, the, yeah. I know. It's Idris so weird because the, the shake weight is so, like, I liked it because it wasn't, like, shake weight isn't pop culture anymore. It was something from, like, years ago. It's not even in the collective consciousness anymore. He's <laughs> like, he's still going at it because it was new to him. Yeah, great cast. There's an Idris Elba too. Idris Elba, yeah. Uh, yeah, they gave him shit to do. Yeah. So. All right, Alex. Uh, yeah, Alex, number one. My number one is the the tone and the balance of this movie overall is awesome. It rides that fine line because at points you think that it's, oh, this is a bit too, you know, goofy, a bit too comedic and everything and then you have those real weighty moments with Odin and his two and saying goodbye to his two sons or when um you know Hela's talking about how the old days when she and Odin were like wrecking shit and conquering worlds and she wrecks like the the painting that he painted over and stuff to reveal like what was there before on the ceiling yeah uh, yeah, just everything is, is like it, it rode that fine line, and I I like that they did more. Of, they obviously did more heavily on the comedy slant because the other two movies. I mean, the first one was all you know was kind of goofy comic book movie. It was okay. The second one tried to go really dark, and yeah, it it, it if people don't know about the production troubles with that movie, it was like it wasn't Suicide Squad, but it was. Enough to make it like a, a subpar Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, Hemsworth is on record of calling that movie meh. Yeah. And this one just like amped up everything. Uh, and they were smart to play it a little bit closer to the Guardians of the Galaxy since, you know, they went up into space and then they met up, spoiler alert, with Thanos at the very end to tie it in with the Infinity War. So everything, yeah, is well done in this movie. I love it. Yeah, and with Thor too. That just to kind of go on that. That was supposed to be directed by Patty Jenkins, right? Yes, and that's why like Natalie Portman was signed on for, and then she got super upset, and I think that's why she's not in this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, her character <laughs> probably didn't need to be in this one anyway. But. Yeah, and then those two girls see him in New York. Hey, can we get a picture? <laughs> oh, so I heard Natalie dumped you. It's like she didn't dump me. It was a mutual. Like we're talking about mutual dumping. Yeah, yeah, we have Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, we didn't even talk about his scene. Oh yeah, the the gang with the, the house keep changing on him. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Doctor Strange is a dick to him the whole time, and then at the very end, he's reaching for uh, for Mjolnir and just destroying the entire. Yeah, thing. I, I, sorry. I, I, love, I love the kind of space where he's like, "Sorry," like it's question, like, <laughs> "Am I really sorry?" I don't know. I've been falling for three yeah. minutes, <laughs> and I want one of those automatic beer refiller things going yeah. on that <laughs> Strange was giving Thor. I think it was in his gloves. We gotta get beer gloves. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right, um, that's it. I had one honorable mention, and that's uh, when Banner has the joke. He's like pulling his pants down, you know, his, his crotch area. It's like, <laughs> it's like Tony, Tony wears. wears. <laughs> yeah, it's really Tony funny. wears. <laughs> Tight pants. 
I like that he had the glasses on and he just dressed like Tony Stark. It's pretty hilarious. It's like, oh, we need costumes. Oh, I'll be Tony Stark. Like, what? No, you're you. <laughs> you're Bruce Banner. <laughs> so the glasses. <laughs> Thor's like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, you actually see uh, Mark Ruffalo a couple times, like, hitch his pants because they're <laughs> as if they're too tight as in, yeah. in subsequent scenes. Pretty good. Uh, any other honorable mentions? Uh, let's see. Going on the list here. Doctor Strange. Um, uh, again, I, I thought they did a good job here of like making uh, Thor seem vulnerable. Yeah. That he could be yeah, taken okay, down. Oh, he did. Lost an eye. Yeah. Taser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even Hela, once he slashed his eye, she's like, ugh. <laughs> After all the shit she's done, <laughs> slashes his eye and goes, ugh. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. You're not the god of hammers. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Line. And hit it with a lightning bolt. I just hit her with the biggest lightning bolt I've ever done. It's pretty good. <clears throat> All right. Well, as usual, we rate our film on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage. Seven being perfection. Um, I will go first. <clears> hmm. <throat> hmm. Hmm. So my question is, I've been tinkering, is this a is it a five or a six? It's either a really high five or a low six. High five. I'm gonna go high five. I think this is like I said, it doesn't break my top five. Ask me another day, it could be a six, but I'm gonna go five with it. I really love it. Really, really, really like it. I just don't think it makes it into my if I'm gonna if I'm going to pull out a Marvel movie, will I pull out this one? It may be. I don't know. I might. But I'm giving it a five for now. Ask me later. I'll mention it. <laughs> Scott. Uh, tough, because as you mentioned, you know, is it, how much better is it or worse is it than, than the top of the, the Marvel echelon? Uh, but there, there's enough interesting things going on here and the fact that it basically rescued this franchise even though there, I don't know if there's going to be a Another Thor movie ever, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but again, I, I love how metal this is. All the the imagery, how they, they got a Asgard, which is kind of a boring place. Um, and they left Earth, which is good because, you know, we've had 19 other movies about MCU movies that take place on Earth. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a six. All right. And by the way, speaking of Asgard, am I the only one who kept waiting to see Mario ride out Rainbow Road? Because he should have. <laughs> there you go. All right, Alex. I'm also going to give this a six. Okay. Uh, mostly because of the great action, great humor, the balance, like I said. It didn't make me weepy. Even though Usually I'm, uh, well, nowadays, of course, I'm a sucker for father-son moments and everything, but... Even when, you know, uh, Odin turns himself into fairy dust, it, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't get choked up, I didn't, anything, that might have changed my opinion, that might have made it a seven, if there was a bit more heartfelt, like, really tearjerker moments. But, this was pure action and fun, so, and it would, it was done very well, so I'll give it a six. All right. Sounds good. Pretty high score for us. Alright. Um, our crossover topic this week is... I don't even know how to word this. I lost <laughs> moments. 
Characters losing eyes in cinema, movies, video games. Uh, okay. Oh, did you do a different top five? No, 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 no. I did. <laughs> we, were, we were on the same page mostly here. The, right. the problem was it was uh, eye removal. Yeah. Which yeah. is different from, like, let's say, having your eyes pushed into its skull. Yeah. Uh, I get eye removals. Okay. People Mine are mostly eye. eye removal. If yeah. I popped, okay, I, 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 I popping out counts. I'd say. Yeah, you can't use your eyes anymore. Well, anyways, let's see what we got. Yeah. Okay. At least you're not doing something like you, whatever it was a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> now, now, at different. least this week is vice presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so my number five. Is Minority Report. So, while you don't technically... son of a bitch. (laughs) You don't technically see them coming out, if I remember correctly, but he's going through the whole procedure and got, you know, you know what's going on there. So, uh, yeah, if you don't remember, eyes are your identity, and so he needs to become someone different, and so he gets this eye transplant thing, and uh, yeah, so the guys take out his his original eyes and put in some new eyes. He got to keep his old eyes, and it Ziploc bag. That's right. So we can get back into the headquarters later, right? Yeah. 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 So my number five, Minority Report. Scott. Uh, My number five is also Minority Report. And uh, you are correct, Jeff. You don't actually see the eyes being removed. Uh, It's more left to your imagination. He just basically, his his eyes are open or forced open a la uh, Clockwork Orange. And then uh, Peter Stormare, uh, you know, he's being a weirdo as usual. Oh, and Slippery then, Pete? Yeah. And then uh, he goes into the next scene and, and Cruz is wearing the the bandages around his eyes. And he has a little speech about, like, leave him out for 12 hours, don't itch or don't scratch. Uh, the sandwich thing was way grosser. I would rather see him lose an eyeball, by the way. <laughs> they need a rotten sandwich? Yeah, that was so gross. Uh, he left I a clean sandwich that. in there for him. He yeah. didn't clean out the old one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. But, uh, yep. So, yeah, number five, Minority Report. All right. Uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is from the most recent uh, Marvel movie, Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the whole time Spoilers. it's like, kind of like hot tub time machine. You're waiting for Nick Fury to lose that eye. It's like, when's it going to happen? Is this it? Is this it? <laughs> At the very end. I mean, a normal cat, maybe it would have. Spoilers, uh, yeah. Oh, please, it would have. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Endgame is right around the corner. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? A normal, <laughs> a normal cat, maybe it could have been salvaged and anything, but this is no ordinary cat. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and even the scroll next to him, he's like, "Ah, oh, that'll be all right." He's like, "Ooh," <laughs> making a face. Like, I don't think so. Uh, it's pretty good. I forgot all about that. Yeah, is it true, sir, that the, uh, the scrolls or the Kree took out your eyes because you wouldn't give them pertinent information? I can neither confirm nor deny that story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my number four, and I don't remember his name in the movie. And once again, I don't think you actually see it, but you definitely see the aftermath of empty eye holes. And that would be Johnny Depp's character from Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, that's pretty 
brutal, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, so he gets caught by the cartel. Oh, I think it's the cartel. Or, yeah, right? Yeah, cartel. And they uh, they take out his eyeballs. The Willem Dafoe, I believe it's... I don't know who does it, but they take out... And so, for the rest of the movie, he's like... He just has these black, open eye sockets and then, like, the stained black blood dripping down from his eyes. It's actually a really cool look. And he walks around for the last 30 minutes like that. I think maybe he puts on sunglasses at some point, but... Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Just the visual I loved of him just walking around with those empty eye holes. So, what's about time next? I thought we saw. I thought three of us saw this in the theater. No, no, it was just me and you, Jeff. Oh, okay. I lived um, it. <laughs> I have a lot of stories that start with "Once upon a time in Mexico." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Alex. I have to ask you, what is this? It's I know it's like it's not Tijuana juice, but Tijuana fresh stuff on the sides of the streets I've been seeing lately. What? I haven't seen this. Yeah, it's like T, but it's not Tijuana. It's not spelled like Tijuana, but it looks very similar. I'll have to look it up. And okay. it's like these fruit juice stands, and they're like all over Garden Grove now and other places. Oh well, they might just have a franchise now, or some uh, fruit truck got uh, pretty popular. Are you, are you, Jeff, you talking about the carts? Yeah. I don't know. If, yeah, I've I've seen them too. I don't know if it's like they're all connected somehow. If they're all individual enterprises, like like a franchise. Well, I Do you go. want a fresco? Is that what? It... Damn it! I forgot the name now. I think it's a T T E J U I N O. So yeah, not like Tijuana at all, and a fresco. So you don't know what this is either. Oh, that's a Tejuino. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those are gross. I've never liked them ever since I was a kid. They're more like a savory drink. I, really? They got carts for that stuff now? Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're pretty popular down in TJ, in Tijuana, yeah. We used to have them, and I, I never kind of liked them. Most were, like, okay, but I could never finish one on my own. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen a couple carts in Garden Grove, and I think I saw some out. And I think we saw them. In Chino or something. I don't know, but I've, we've seen Chino, around now. Chino, you. <laughs> Smells like horse crap. Or cow crap. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, so you don't, you know you know used to me. So, so Alex, the, the, <laughs> next, the next time you go to the Mexican it's people just meeting, like corn, it, it's just ask them what's tree. up with all these yeah. carts. All right. I'll see what <laughs> I can do. <laughs> then you can have another Once Upon a Time in Mexico story. Yeah. yeah. All right, Scott, number four. All right, my number four uh, is from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, this one freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> uh, Judge Doom, uh, big spoilers here. Um, when he gets flattened by the steamroller, he gets up again and everybody realizes he's a tune. Um, and then he very like nightmarishly... <laughs> Like fills himself up with the helium, and as he's doing so, his eyeballs pop out and they land on the ground. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yeah. they're like fake eyes, but they like land and they hit the ground. And then he has cartoon eyes, but he looks like Christopher Lloyd with a fucked up haircut. <laughs> and it's very traumatizing. Uh, but yeah, those eyes are definitely movie removed. Mm-hmm. And that's my number four. Nice one. I didn't think about that. Then his eyes turned into nut into daggers. <clears throat> yeah, briefly they do. Yeah. And he talked just like these. All right, Alex, number four. Uh, number four is from Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy. 
And Bruce McCulloch plays this uh, guy, Cisco, that's like a PR hype man for the pharmaceutical company. <laughs> and this happens out of nowhere where he's getting out of a limo and a bird just suddenly flies into his eye. <laughs> and he goes, ah, damn, my eye. <laughs> Something is in my eye. And he grabs the bird, just tosses it aside and walks away like nothing. <laughs> and for the rest of the movie, he's just got an eye patch on. <laughs> oh, the movie's ridiculous. I should put that on my list. The food's great. It's a pill that gives worms to ex-girlfriends. <laughs> now, could, uh, could could it also give worms to ex-boyfriends? It's a pill that gives worms <laughs> to ex-girlfriends. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Go watch it, people. All right. Um... My number three comes from an Italian horror movie oh, called Zombie. Yep. And uh, the only reason I know about this is because uh, that I mentioned it before in our Halloween episodes, the Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments, and there's this one scene that made me go buy the movie. <laughs> uh, this girl, uh, like a zombie, she's on the other side of a wall. The zombie punches through the door, causing a bunch of splinters to go outward or inward whichever you want to and he reaches through grabs her head and pulls it towards the splinter and you actually see you actually see it the damn thing just pop her eye take her eye out it's disgusting and kind of awesome at the same time does so uh does the zombie go pity 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 no okay but uh yeah I, i it's called zombie here in italy i think it's zombie 2 it's just look up Lucio Fulci's zombie. This is also the one where the zombie walks underwater for a while and he gets attacked by a shark and then he eats the shark. So <laughs> you should check it out. <laughs> well, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. it's pre- it's pretty gnarly. It's pretty gross, uh, but it's cool at the same time. So that's my number three, Scott. All right, my number three uh, could easily be my number one. Um, there, there was a movie, a Cynthia Rothrock movie from the '80s. <laughs> hey, bring that to my birthday party. <laughs> um, called un- want- called Undefeatable. Uh, yeah, which which uh, has as <laughs> many overly choreographed fights uh, throughout the film. Uh, but the best one, and it's an all timer. <laughs> I God, words don't even uh, do this justice. But uh, <laughs> um, honestly, if people go do yourselves a favor. Uh, Go ahead and hop on YouTube and look up uh, undefeatable um, fight scene or undefeatable coat hook. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's all I'm really going to say. Uh, but it does it does involve uh, eye removal. Um, so, yeah. Again, everybody do yourselves a favor. Look this up. This is amazing. Amazing film work. All right. Alex, number two. Uh, by number two is... Oh, sorry, number, number three. three. Oh, number three, yeah, sorry. Is from a little movie called Evil Dead 2. Yeah, you thought about two. that. <laughs> Where Ash is, like, stepping on a zombie through the door. He steps so hard that the eye pops out of the of the deadite, and it flies in that classic Raimi scene, and flies right into the girl's mouth that wears the overalls. Oh, wait, she's not wearing overalls in that, is she? I forget. 
I don't remember. But she's screaming. She's like, ah, it won't. It just pops into her mouth. Ugh, it's disgusting. Yep. Got a feeling you'd have that on. One of you guys would have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. All right. Uh, my number two this might be a cheat. I don't know. But it's in the original Terminator movie when Arnold, the Terminator, cuts out his eye after getting some destruction. He goes into the bathroom and looks in the mirror and he gets the exacto knife and cuts out his own eye. <laughs> I'd, Fuck you, asshole. I'd say this counts. Okay. Yeah, it's my yeah. number one. It's also oh. my number two, so. Okay. <laughs> then apparently it counts. Uh, yeah, Terminator cutting out his eye in the original Terminator, which I guess is a horror movie. I don't know. Definitely yeah, more than the first second thriller. One. Yeah. Uh, gross. <sighs> Sci-fi thriller. When I uh, got LASIK surgery several years ago, I just kept thinking of that scene. Like, this is what the doctor's going to do to me. He's going to zack the knife my eye just like Terminator. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't do that. Lasers. All right. Laser Scott, eyes. number two. Uh, Terminator. All right. So so he does that so he can see better? Yeah, because so. the eye's all fucked up. And yeah, it's just in the way at this point. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. All right. You can see his robot eye. Robot. <laughs> All right, Alex, number two. My number two is Kill Bill Volume 2. Is that where yeah. it, with the trailer fight? Yeah. And the bride picks out, uh, splashes eyeball. Yep. Yeah. There's a few eyeball Man, plucking it's... scenes in, uh, yeah. between Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2. But that way, she plucks it out and drops it on the floor while she's thrashing around. And on her way out, she steps on it, squishes it between her toes. <laughs> you know, like you Tarantino know, just foot finish. Yeah, you know, Tarantino's like got that video. Of, like he's got a he's he's got a hotkey for it on his, mm-hmm. his computer, huh? Yeah, this is my number one. Uh, L losing her eye in the camper fight. It's yeah, it's it's. It's a quick move, and you know it's what you gotta do. And I think it's a whole standoff that just bloop, plucks it out. She's screaming like a bitch the entire time, and then yeah, this, that part where it goes over the top is when yeah, when she steps on it. I think I've turned away. I don't even know if I've actually ever seen it. I think I squeam, squirmishly turn away every single time. <laughs> it's pretty. It's really good though. But yeah, who else is tonight? I know she takes one out of the eight uh, eighty-eight, right? One of their eyes. So I don't. I don't think they show it. Happening, but the show right after it happened, Der Pime has taken L's eye, her other eye. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's how she lost her first eye. Right. Um, and she poisons his fish. Miserable old fool. Yeah. All right, uh, so that was Alex's number two and my number one. And Al, uh, Scott, your number one is? Uh, my number one... Uh, is uh, and this is an entire movie about eye removal. Return of the King. Oh, <laughs> so stupid! Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll I'll give it to you because <laughs> it is. <laughs> it takes it takes three and a half hours, but it has. yeah, it, it takes pop- three movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it, that it happens. It happens in in. In that movie, so 
<laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> actually, on my on my notes, I have Return of the King slash Kill Bill, Ellen the Bride. Yeah, I thought of the the, the Kill Bill thing first, but then I couldn't stop laughing when I thought of Return of the King, and I still stand by it. It's a dual number one. Yeah, that's good. We'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely not as gross as uh, Kill Bill. <laughs> no. Probably the least gross of anything on these lists. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about the Eye of Sauron if you haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> Nerds! <laughs> All right. All right, that's a list. I had one honorable mention, and that'd be Colonel Ty from Battlestar Galactica. But you don't really see it, if I remember correctly. He's getting interrogated by the Cylons. And... You, you son of a bitch took my eye! Cocksucker broke my arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other mentions in your guys' lists? Uh, I'm good. All right. Yeah. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, I didn't know, you know, I know that hockey, maybe not so much now, but back in the day, they used to hire what they call goons, mm-hmm. enforcers. To uh, protect other players, I didn't know they did that in baseball too. Yeah, yeah. I guess the uh, Philadelphia Phillies hired uh, one uh, goon called Bryce Harper, who's uh, had a few career uh, ejections from games because he goes out there and defends players from the referees. Yeah, he likes to fight. That's why he moved to Philly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Bryce Harper see. looks like a hobbit. A giant hobbit? He's, I agree. Yeah. He had his 12th yeah. career ejection. <laughs> I think it was tonight or last night. It's pretty good. He's, he's, pretty, he's on pace to crush quite a few people's ejection, ejection numbers. <laughs> Take that, Earl Weaver. <laughs> Are you ready, Weaver? Take that, Lou Pinella. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, it's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay, so um, just briefly, uh, we're we're through episode two of Game of Thrones. We'll we'll again have the big retrospective once uh, we're through. Um, this this week is going to be almost too much uh, too much nerddom uh, for me to handle um, because. Uh, we have episode three of, of Game of Thrones this Sunday, which is the same weekend of a little movie called Avengers Endgame, uh, which mm-hmm. is hitting at the uh, end of this week. Um, so you'll be doing both this weekend. Uh, and yeah, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Uh, it's too much. Also, Scott, this week, season two of Cobra Kai. Well, there you go. I heard there was, I heard there was like a 30 for 30 about the... Maybe it was a uh, friend of the show, Brian, that posted it. But, uh, I posted it. It was you? Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, is that, was it? So I'm assuming it was a joke. I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> yes. Okay. It'd be hilarious if his fan actually did a real 30 for 30 about that. I mean, they, I mean, they, they did it, but obviously it's a fictional item. So yeah, it, watch it. Watch it, people. It was actually produced by ESPN? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. It's got like Steve Levy and you know all ESPN people on it and everything. It's basically a big giant commercial for season two, but it's pretty good. Okay. 
so, in uh, in the spirit of uh, Endgame coming out, uh, thought we'd we'd do a little MCU trivia here. Um, try to keep this quick. Tony Stark is is one of the answers here. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll start off with an easy one. Uh, who who's a which actor has appeared in more MCU movies than anybody else, including cameos? Samuel L. Jackson or Stanley? It's Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, as far as characters are concerned, um, name the three characters that have appeared in nine of the films. And they're all Captain tied America. right now. Yep, Steve Rogers is one of them. Name the other two. Uh, Tony Stark. Okay. And the third one you already said. Yeah. So Nick Fury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nick Fury? Okay. Name uh, one of the four characters that appeared in seven of the movies. This is, in, this is also including uh, Stingers, by the way. Black Widow? That's one of them. So Stingers, is that a hint? Uh, not for the for this one, not necessarily. That's probably why, because like Sam Jackson, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So think main characters. Thor. Okay. That's one of them. Two more. Hulk. Bruce Banner. Yes. So the one's a side character? Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah. Coulson has appeared in five. Uh, Maria Hill. Has appeared in four. Pepper Potts has appeared in six. So none, not not missing uh, seven again. Side character. Think back to Iron Man. Happy? No, Happy has appeared in four of the MCU movies. Oh, uh, Brody. Brody. Is his name Brody? Um, Rhodey? Rhodes? Rhodey, yes. yeah. Uh, yes, uh, War Machine. There you go. Okay. Um, right, and then we'll... There, there's more of these, like, fours and threes, but we'll, we'll just do the sixes. We already named one of the sixes. And Pepper Potts. Uh, who's the other six? There's only two of them. Cylon. Um, six. This six. One's, this, one's, this one's tougher. Loki. No. Uh, Loki has appeared in five of the films. And you already said Coulson, who's also in five. I think think phase one. Thanos. No. Hawkeye? No, he's... So Clint's only been in four of the movies too. I don't know. Um, I think Cap, Captain oh, America, Winter Soldier, yes, Bucky Barnes, and so on and so forth. So yeah, all right. Hmm. So yeah, we won trivia. <laughs> yeah, that's basically all I want to talk about. I'm sure we'll have <laughs> we'll plenty more to say next week. Actually, probably won't yeah. because we'll probably spend the whole episode on uh, 
Endgame, but uh, maybe the week after that. All right. Uh, Alex, got anything? No, I'm good. (laughs) Jeff? All right, I saw two movies. I saw Us. Okay. It's pretty good. Um, That's the Jordan Peele's new movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's pretty good. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you guys see Get Out? I still have not seen Get Out. It's not my things things that I should be watching. I still like Get Out better, but uh, I did like this. And this (laughs) has... Yeah. Um, It was cool. Speaking of Marvel, it has um, two uh, Marvel players in it. It had... uh, Oh, God. I don't know their names. (laughs) Black Panther's Girlfriend... And the Peter Nwanga, yes, she's in it. Last name, just not probably. <laughs> and the the King of the Mountain in the Black Panther movies, I forgot his name too. Oh, Winston Duke, yeah, that guy's awesome. So they're they're in it. They're really, it's really good cast, and uh, so I enjoyed it a lot. I just think I like Get Out better. And then I also saw Shazam, 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 Shazam. And it was good. Like it's it's a little cheesy, a little. Corny, but you know what? DC needs that. It's lighthearted. It's it's fun. Um, I wouldn't. I'll probably see it one more time, and then I'll be done with it. But I still liked it, and I, I put it above the Batman, the recent Batman, you know, Ben Affleck Batman, Batman v Superman, Henry Cavill Superman stuff. Uh, it is tied to the universe. There's a couple little little Easter egg stuff stuff in there, but it it's not like it doesn't need to be there. It's just for the fans to know. Um. So, yeah, I I recommend it. If you like these Marvel movies and stuff and you want to see a little fun uh movie, I would recommend it. And I knew nothing about this character other than it was Billy Batson and he says Shazam and he turns into a Superman S character. Captain Marvel. Shazam, yeah. Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> um and that's all I got. Other just watching Game of Thrones and loving it. Looking great for Karate Kid and of course in game. All right, and we'll go uh, more ten more quotes. You guys ready? Let's do it. Ready. We've been doing this lately. The hundred uh, AFI's top one hundred movie quotes of all time. All right, longer. Let's do it. And I think we ended with sixty-one, which was "Say hello to my little friend." So the Hobbit. We're at number sixty. Well, here's another mess you've gotten me into. Hmm. 1933. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sons of the Desert. Oh. I don't know. Never heard of it. All right. Number 59. As God is my witness, I will never be hungry again. That's Gone with the Wind. That's Homer Simpson. Yes. <laughs> Quoting Gone with the Wind. All right. 58. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Godfather? Part two? Godfather 2, 1974. Ah. 57. Greed, for a lack of better word, is good. I loved you in Wall Street. <laughs> there it is. Wall Street, 87. That's a great scene. A boy's best friend is his mother. Oh, psycho. Psycho, 1960. Uh, yeah. La-di-da, la-di-da. Um, it's probably said differently in the movie. I don't know, but I could do. No, I won't do it because that'll be terrible. I could do an impression, but I don't even know do if it, he's Jeff. the one who does it. Huh? Do it. 
Um, no, I don't know if he does it though. So <laughs> just toss it out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. La di da, la di da, and that sounds like John Travolta, and that's not what I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to do. Thirty Day Fever. Yeah, I was about to say something with John Travolta. Uh, it's Ant from Annie Hall, and that was supposed to be a Woody Allen okay. impression, and that was awful. You know, la di da, la di da. So you yeah, dro- you dropped in the Travolta too, Alex. You started off. <laughs> yeah, show. I know a little bit. Well, Woody Harrelson is just an old John Travolta. Woody, Harrel- Woody Harrelson. Woody Allen is just an old John Travolta. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, I'm Woody Allen. <laughs> All right, uh, fifty-four. There's no crying in baseball. League of their Tom own. Hanks in Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> 1992 League of Their Own. 53. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. <laughs> Was that duck soup? Uh, no. Horse feathers? But you're you're in the right category. Horse feathers? <laughs> and I adapt. It's right. Mark's Brothers. It's Animal Crackers. Okay, yeah. we're close. <laughs> yeah. You had me at Hello. Uh, Jerry's McGuire's. Yeah, 1996. All right, and the last one. We're halfway through this thing. You've got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel lucky? Well, do ya, punk? Dirty's Harry's. Guess mm-hmm. the year. 1972. 73. Alex wins. 71. Damn it! Yeah. Price is right in my ass. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys all went over, so I don't think you won the price. Oh, right, okay. I can live with that. Anyway, well, uh, enjoy Endgame as it comes out soon, and we know we will. Well, hopefully we will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks man. for listening, everybody. We have to go radio silent this week. This is going to suck. I know. Avoid the internet at all costs. Yeah. In fact, don't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> Matter of fact, delete it entirely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.